second sport to finish in the fall was girls golf. That was the third week in October. We have four classes in girls golf in four different sites around Missouri. Doug Fessler was in charge of girls golf this year. Welcome, Doug. Thank you. I appreciate it. And Jason West, our communications director, is going to try to help us pull it all together as we had four separate tournaments. Welcome, Jason. Thank you for having me. We're going to go through the individual winners and how the teams fared, and we're going to just start with Class 1. Doug. So I'm going to start off by thanking coaches, spectators, and individuals that participated for a great two days. Again, I was blessed with good weather. The girls were blessed with good weather at all the locations. We had a frost delay, you know, one morning, but the rest of it, you know, cool, but not cold at all. Matter of fact, by the end of the day, the jackets were coming off. So it was a great couple days of weather and everything ran fairly smooth, I believe. So appreciate everybody's help and effort with that. Class one girls was played at Sedalia Country Club. And we had co-winners, co-state champions, so to speak, Riley Allard from Ashgrove and Cameron Wood from Liberty Mountain View, both shot 165 to share that title. And on the team side, South Harrison, I will say, kind of ran away with it. They won by 23 strokes over Tarkio High School. So, yeah, in the team competition, Tarkio actually had the day one lead by five strokes over South Harrison, and South Harrison really did their homework on the course on day one because on day two, they improved their team score by 15 strokes, and that was what was able to overtake the lead and and win the team title. Tarkio finishes second, and then Northeast Cairo third, and then East Buchanan finishes fourth. For South Harrison, that was their first golf title, but also interesting, it was only the second title in school history. Their 1980 girls basketball team won the state championship, and so this is their first since 1980, but second overall. Individually, they were led by Abrielle Owens, who finished fourth. Tarkio was last year's champion, trying to uh, repeat, thought they might after day one, but ended up finishing second. They're having a a very good run, too, as they won the girls' track and field championships last year. So they're kind of in that streak. And Jamie Barnett finished sixth for Tarkio to lead their team scores. Northeast, that was their highest finish at third place. That's the highest finish for any of their programs in golf. And then East Buchanan finished fourth, kind of returning back up to the top four as well. Okay. How about Class 2, Doug? Class 2 was played at Twin Hills in Joplin, Missouri. And Hannah Mayshoff of Osage took the individual title, outlasting Savannah Thiesing of New Covenant Academy by one stroke. Hannah shot a 153, while Savannah shot a 154. So great battle down the stretch for those ladies. Hannah also helped lead her team to the state title. They won it with a score of 704, winning by 32 strokes over Incarnate Word. So Osage had two of the top three finishers. So yeah, Osage actually went back to back defending their title last year. They have two titles in uh, girls golf last year and this year. (laughs) Only two in in school history. And as we said, they had two top 10 finishers, Incarnate Word. We've talked before about Incarnate Word's history with girls basketball and volleyball. This is the best finish for girls golf that Incarnate Word has ever had, topping last year's fourth place finish. So right. they're up and coming in girls golf. But Gianna Morrissey finished ninth to be the top golfer there. 
St. Michael's is a relatively new school, so they don't have a lot of history just yet, but they're certainly making it. This is the first time the girls' golf program has finished in the top four, but we've talked about how they've had some other sports that are doing very well. They actually had three players in the top 10 with Avery Bassler at seventh and then Carly Lennon-Eve and Leah Simmons tying at 10th place. And then finishing fourth this year is Maryville. That was their fourth top four finish, but first since 2011, which being able to say that sentence is very scary to me (laughs) because (laughs) realizing that was 12 years ago. Uh, but, uh, But yeah, first time since 2011 for Maryville to be in the top four. Okay. Let's go to class three, where probably the most exciting situation in the 2023 girls golf championships was. Yeah. Class three was played at Crown Point in Farmington. And what Dr. Ruckstad alluded to was the state record that was broken on the individual side by Emery Cameron of Nevada. She shot a 67-67 for a two-day total of 134. Now, for most people, maybe that doesn't mean much, but that was five under, five under each day and birdied the last hole on number, you know, number 18 on the last day to get to the 10 under mark, which is really, really, really impressive. And so congrats to Emery and what a great accomplishment. And we might even have some sound from that. You're right, Doug. We asked Emery how she approached the second day knowing where she stood in relation to that record. She came into day two really knowing the record was in reach, and she wasn't the only one, but we asked her, how did she approach that? One day you can come out on fire, then the next it's a whole different story. But for me, like I just came out just calm and just focus on hole by hole, because even if I had a bad hole before, I mean, that's, I don't want to get myself worked up on that. I want to focus on the hole I'm going on, because the next shot is more important than past shots. And so I just don't try and think about stuff that has, like, happened or that will happen. And so I just stay focused on myself and the hole. My dad called me up last night and was like, if you shoot a 72 or better tomorrow, you're going to set a state record. And I'm like, okay good to know and I mean as I was playing today I mean like I just wanted to play good and I knew if I shot 72 or better I was gonna set a state record but it popped up a few times there like when I'd make my birdie putts like okay we're getting closer and closer to getting there so one thing that was of note there in class two we had five of the top 10 finishers were on a team in class three none of the top 10 were on a team. They're all individuals. And so not having a teammate pushing her like some of the other classes did is really a a nice feat for Emory. That was a par 72 state record, right? Yes. By how much? Actually, it was the par 72 record is 139. So five strokes. Yeah. Yeah. She beat it by five strokes. Wow. It's just incredibly (laughs) impressive for those of us who play a little golf even more impressive. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you're listening to this and you don't play golf, you're like, oh, that sounds nice. Uh, for me, uh, not that good at golf. Wow. Very impressive. <laughs> On the team side, St. Dominic pretty much ran away with it wire to wire from day one to day two. They shot an impressive 650 overall as a team and outlasted a Westminster Christian by 42 strokes. Jason will probably expand on this, but again, their top two finishers were 13th and 14th. Exactly. That was the first team title for St. Dominic, only the third time that uh, they'd finished in the top four. 
And as Doug pointed out, the top team finisher in the individual race was 13th. Westminster finished second last year. This year, finishing second again. That's their seventh top four finish. Rockwood Summit came in third, and that was only the second time in their school history for finishing in the top four. And then Helias Catholic is the old hat. They've finished in the top four seven times. All right, let's move on to class four, our largest class in girls golf. On the individual side for class four girls, Paige Bowman of Glendale and Allie Perry of Central St. Joe both shared the individual title with a 148. And I know those two, I happened to be working this when this championship was played at Silo Ridge in Bolivar, Missouri. Following along, these two were going back and forth throughout the day. So it was a great race for the, for the individual title. The team title, Visitation Academy, ended up uh, besting St. Joe's Academy. And for those that are familiar with it, St. Joe's Academy almost wins every year. They beat them by five strokes, 638 to 643. Yeah, on that visitation, this is the 19th time they finished in the top four of the tournament, fifth title overall. But the bigger note here, is, as Doug said, was St. Joseph's had won seven straight championships. And so for Visitation to break that streak, quite an accomplishment. The top player for Visitation was Avery McLaughlin, who finished seventh. That name may be familiar to Cardinals fans. That is Dan McLaughlin's daughter. So St. Joseph's finished second. That's the ninth straight time they finished in the top two, 10 out of the last 11 years. 29th overall top four finish for St. Joseph's. Francis Howell finished third for the fourth time in the top four. Hannah Monert finished sixth to lead the Vikings there. And Jackson finished fourth this year for the third time in the last five years that they've been in the top four. One other note on the individual race, we talked about how Allie and Paige went back and forth. The top 10 finishers this year were separated by six strokes. That's exactly what I was just looking at. My goodness, the strength of the Class 4 girls. You don't get really a break from, and a two-day score, you've got, as you said, six strokes in the top 10, and even down to the top 14, you're separated by a single stroke in the top 14. you got to get to 16th place before you get any more space than one stroke. There's tons of ties in there. That's a strong field. And what was interesting about that, it's kind of funny listening, you know, golf's not supposed to be easy. And after the day one, all the girls were saying, this is hard, this is hard. But they were all just bunched up together, these top finishers. So the second day, the scores were a little bit better. Maybe pin placements were a little bit better, but it made just for a great, exciting finish. And another note there too, Allie from Central St. Joseph is actually a four-year qualifier. And so to watch her progression, you know, finish 23rd as a freshman, 13th as a sophomore, 7th last year, and then to be a champion as a senior is a nice topper for a career. Yeah, it's an impressive finish for that class. And really, I, I think it, a nice statement on the game of golf, and especially girls golf. We've talked on our podcast and other episodes about how golf is experiencing a boom after coming out of covid And perhaps we're seeing that a little bit in the quality of our high school players here in the 23 Girls Golf Championships. We had two holes in ones. That's astounding. Yeah. Okay, so we had two of these, one on day one and one on day two at two different sites. So, Jason, can you tell us about these hole-in-ones? 
Yes, we had Carly Lennon Eve of St. Michael's the Archangel hit a hole in one on the par three number 14. 130 yards out. That would be class two. two. Class two. At Twin Hills. Yep. Yep. uh, In Joplin. In round two. Okay. So class two, round two, Twin Hills. All right. Something about twos there. She hit a one. (laughs) Then the other hole in one was by Adeline Swan of Rape More Peculiar in class four. And uh, she did that on number 11, uh, another 130-yard par three. That was at Silo Ridge and Bolivar. All right. Well, thanks to both of you for helping us wrap up the Girls Golf Championships in Missouri in 2023. This is Dr. Jennifer Ruckstad, Executive Director of the Missouri State High School Activities Association, and you have been listening to the Misha All Access Podcast. This is Dr. Jennifer Ruckstad, the Executive Director of the Missouri State High School Activities Association. Thank you for listening to the Misha All Access Podcast and having an interest in Missouri high school activities and athletics. If you enjoyed today's episode of the Misha All Access Podcast or any of the episodes in this podcast, please consider subscribing or liking with your favorite podcast provider. It helps other people find us, and we really appreciate you listening and supporting the Missouri State High School Activities Association.